the way the therapy works is it, it goes in themes. So you may be on the theme of like I talked about isolation earlier. That may go on for three months. And then at the end of three months, we say, all right, it's time to retest. And very onion layer like we peel back some of these deeper subconscious issues and people just get fantastic results. Sometimes I scratch my head. I'm like, I don't know how this is really possible, but it really the self discovery. It can just be phenomenal. You are listening to the pain and performance podcast with Dr. Derek Hines. Hey everyone, Derek Hines here. Welcome to the podcast where I'll share with you the patterns, insights, research, and technologies that we use in my own pain and performance practice to help people improve their health, speed their healing, and increase their longevity. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Let's dive into the treatment stuff a little bit. So a lot of times when we're looking at people who are having these things, I'm trying to pull the like the best research compounds for some of these, at least from our standpoint. Like I absolutely love omega-3s whenever somebody is dealing with any psychological stress. I think the research around that is, is very, very good in terms of improving anxiety and depression. We use ashwagandha a lot in terms of like, I like this more in like the recent thing that I'm not processing real well. You know, like I know what happened and I just don't feel good. I had a baby. I'm starting to feel, you know, like I'm not getting back to myself. I think in sharp bursts, ashwagandha can be super powerful. I'll caveat this for, with all those listening because I see a lot of patients who do this that keep taking it. And you see ashwagandha constantly suppressing our cortisol levels. And that's not really what we want. We don't want to just steadily depress them. We want to come off of some of those things so that we can let that system get back to normal. So a lot of times if I'm using ashwagandha, I'm like, let's do it for a month or two and then let's come off of it. So like where in that, that treatment process should people be looking for some of these homeopathic, I think maybe we should define that as well, but some of the things that y'all are doing and, and is there anything else that you like to stack on top of these things from like a natural compound? So, um, that was a great story earlier, by the way, I didn't get a chance to comment on that, but it's, uh, some great stuff. So when we look at what's available, right, of course, omega threes have significant amount of research that is behind them. I'm probably not the one to give you all of that at this time because it's not my expertise, but I've done some of that research in the past and just come to come to conclusion. This is one of the things that everyone should be on all the time. Yep. I have, uh, I have a son who is at age of two was diagnosed with autism after a vaccine, lost all eye contact. One answer to his name, he just disappeared, lost his speech and everything. And it's, it's very clear when he's not on omega threes that he, he doesn't do as well. He's 18 years old now, right? So he's, he's, he does pretty well. So what we have to look at different options. First, when you look at ashwagandha, when you look at omega-3s, we're looking at the, a physical response. We're looking at biochemical reactions, right? Where we have absorption, we have you know waste materials, we have all these things that are sort of happening. And this is great. And this is a, the first place where most people start when they look at different herbs that are available. There's a lot, ton of Chinese herbs that, of course, affect this sort of stuff. And all this sort of stuff is biochemical. From there, I mean, you have the options to do whatever you want to do. We particularly like the homeopathic realm, okay? And so you want to kind of define that, right? What are homeopathics? 
this area I'm pretty good at, right? So I kind of, this is where I kind of hang out. Homeopathics were developed in about 1798 by a guy named Samuel Hahnemann. All right. Hahnemann was a medical professor at a school in Germany, and he started testing on his medical students diluted versions of natural substances. All right. So what we mean by that is we could take ashwagandha. We could turn it into a homeopathic. We could take a, a mixture of ashwagandha and some water and alcohol. We call that like a mother tincture. Then we'd take one drop out of that solution. Now we put it in a clean bottle of water. We're taking one drop out of that. We put it into a, a third and a fourth and we dilute it down. And so by the time we get to 10x, that's 10 times diluted. Most of the time, you take it to a lab and they'd be like, there's nothing in here. This is nothing but water. But research has shown that that's actually not the case. What seems to happen is the essence, or really from research shows, the electromagnetics associated with these materials can be retained in water in and of itself. Okay, so this was demonstrated in the early 80s by a guy named Jacques Benveniste out of France. And he took, and this was published in Nature, um, one of the largest medical journals that are out there. It caused huge uproar and everyone was trying to debunk it. That was not accepted at the time. He took natural substances, diluted them to a 7X and could cause an immunological response by degranulating basophils. So basophils are immune cells, right? When they're not like mast cells where they contain lots of histamine, but they contain lots of various mediators that are responding during an Im when an immune system is in a reactive state. So how in the world did water, according to you know just our normal measurements, is able to degranulate and cause an immunological response? That experiment has been done hundreds of times over and now proving that that is actually true that it, it can. So the research coming out of Russia, which is, you know, some very, very cool stuff, is showing because we have the equipment now to actually do this, and that's really what makes the biggest difference. So they've used equipment dynamic light scattering. This actually detects various particles in water that are like very small nanometers to extremely small particles. We have nanoparticle tracking analysis. They also have um, precision conductmetry. It's hard even to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Which measures the electromagnetics, right, of what's happening. And then, of course, they've used transverse laser microscopy. And they've been actually to show if you, you take these diluted substances and you actually put them in a vacuum so that the water actually disappears like it typically would, they are finding, they call it nano associates. They're finding nanoparticles when they look through these microscopes to show that there actually is something that's in these diluted substances. And this is really the, the bottom essence of homeopathics, yeah. that they're electromagnetic by nature. Yeah, when I heard that initially, I probably, like most medical people, were like, yeah, we're, we're giving people water. This is placebo effect which I'm fine with, right? You know, you're like, when you first kind of dig into that stuff, you're like, if they get better, there's things that we do a terrible job of treating in the medical system. And so if we can figure out another way to do it and put our ego aside and not be the ones that actually did it, then that's okay. You know, we're getting into a way of tapping into the natural healing response from the placebo effect 
And then you start to really think about it and start digging in the research of even if you start looking at at water, right, and like the structure of water and changing some of that using electromagnetic changes to it. And we know that structured water, are you familiar with some of that stuff? Yes. That that will give better health responses, not only to us, but to other living organisms. Then you say, well, if I put some compound in a water to say that I haven't changed that structure in another way is not possible. You know, if you put something in water and you dilute it, that whole, the structure of all of those atoms, if you will, has probably changed based on what that is. I've changed or at least lightened my stance on it. I wonder if it's not one of those things that when we try and study it, because I mean, you know, when you look at the research around these things, I think it's hard to to find where the where the benefit comes from in terms of homeopathy, right? You dig a, a, the whole vast array of research around it kind of says, ah, up and down, but so does manual therapy. So does, you know, needling in, in some cases, depending on what you're treating. But a lot of times when you really dig into the way that those studies are done, you say, well, ah, that's not really how we would use it in clinic anyway. Right. So there's a lot of different things that you want to sort of keep in mind when you're using homeopathy. I mean, every therapy that you deal with is going to have its, its edges, right? And with homeopathy, it's picking the correct remedy. That's where, where we go. Because homeopathics can be made out of disease tissue. They can be made out of you know healthy tissue. They can be made out of insects. They can be made out of a toxic plant material. But in a dilution the toxicity is gone. And so you're just dealing now with the electromagnetics associated with that particular substance. So there's a lot of things that, that are kind of thrown into the mix. We have a system where we use specific compounds and a testing method to find a combination of remedies that will really kind of help the people with what they're sort of dealing with. But you do have to kind of keep all those things in mind. Gerald Pollack, if some of you may know that reader, he put out a book a little while ago, researcher up at the University of Washington, called the fourth phase of water. So we have liquid, gas, and solid. But he talks about how water has this ability to restructure itself based on its interactions. And he calls them exclusion zones. And how certain water, it'll move away, and the molecules themselves will change based on their environment and what they interact with. So water, that's a whole other substance that experts could lecture for hours on. Yeah, I do think, you know, like one of the therapies that we use in our office is uh, pulse electromagnetic field therapy, PEMF. When you look at it, it's really tough in the early stages because it's something that we haven't thought about. Like we can't see it. And so a lot of people initially start to say like, hi, you know, I don't feel anything. I don't know if anything's going on. And then when you start to look at it, I wonder if over the next 20 years, there's not a whole new like understanding about the electromagnetic functioning of the body and how we actually function, how our cells function. And this thing that you look at at history and we didn't quite understand blood flow for a long time and we figured that out and that leveled up our ability to impact health. And we didn't understand immune function and, and microcellular response. And we figured that out and that allowed us to level up how we can keep people healthy. I feel like we're kind of at the very tip of the iceberg with some of this in terms of how does the electromagnetic function around the body 
change how healthy the cells are, how the cells communicate, the chemical response in the cells. So I wonder if that's not the next evolution of research of us understanding how this amazing complex thing works inside of us. Well, I'd like to agree with you, but unless there's significant money to be made, <laughs> you know, it's hard to patent and sell diluted water, Dr. Derek. So, you know, uh, we always got to keep that in mind that the powers that be that have the money, they want to make sure that they can patent whatever it is. And, you know, water's tough to patent. Yes, yes, I, I do agree with some of that stuff. Hopefully there's enough like geeky nerds out there that make a lot of money that they're like, you know what? I want to know this just because I want to know this. I'm a big fan. Most of the people who have listened to this of Da Vinci because he was literally just curious just for the sake of being curious. I just want to know what's happening inside, outside. How does water move? How's the human body work? I'm like, can we all tap into our, our inner Da Vinci and have some curiosity and put that to work? Hey, my friends, I hope you are enjoying this episode of the Pain and Performance Podcast. Uh, we have a goal to get this show into the top 10 of the health and wellness category. And with the amazing guests and the reviews and ratings that we've gotten from y'all, we are well on our way. But if you haven't yet, please take a second and leave a review, leave a rating. Um, that's what really kind of pushes the show forward. So thank you so much. I will love you and send you a virtual hug. Uh, thanks and back to the show. So when people are, are looking at, at using some of these things, what's the process? Because I know that if we're looking at homeopathy, like you said, there's a lot of different things. And that's kind of what I was alluding to in terms of research. It's like they lump all that together and say, this, we studied all of homeopathy. You're like, well, who did you use it on? Which compound did you use? There's all kind of nuances to this. And, you know, if you're not in that world and you're just trying to run a research study, that's going to be really tough for you to, to do it the way that it should be done. I feel the same way about kind of dry needling, manual therapy, all of those things. But that's a soapbox for a different episode. But so when someone's kind of going, going into this and they want to use this as part of their regimen, what's the process? How do they go about identifying hey, what do I actually need and what's going to help me the most? So that's a great question. And that's going to, I'm going to give you a little history to kind of help answer that, mm -hmm. right? So our system is, is a unique system. It's not just homeopathic remedies that you can just, oh, it's one single ingredient. There are combinations of different ingredients at various dilutions, mm -hmm. okay? And so they, we have patents on them. And the system came out of Europe. It was designed by a medical doctor who actually was using treating lots of women with all kinds of emotional sort of issues. And he was using Bach flower remedies. So we've seen Bach flowers. You can buy them almost any grocery store and they're great. They're, they're homeopathics. They're diluted versions of flowers, which, you know, flowers make people feel better, especially women. Right. And so he found that he would use these Bach flowers and his patients would improve, but a given two or three months, it, they seemed to hit a wall and they just couldn't get over kind of the hump to really healing. So he went on a little bit of a, of a mission to find something that would work. And so over the course of 20 years, he came up with about 28 different remedies. They're uh, combinations of all sorts of different ingredients at different dilutions. And uh, it started working really well. They got involved, uh, got to put on the German 
television equivalent of Oprah, and it just really took off there. So our method is has actual research. So we have it's all been it's been in Europe for about twenty years. Okay, it's got about uh, eight books. We've got three hundred articles that have been published. Lots of the naturopathic journals here in the U.S. have published those, and then eleven clinical studies. They had one study published in the Swiss Holistic Medicine Society where they took uh, 11 clinics, over 1,000 patients, and they asked, it was self-reporting, how was your therapy? It could be excellent, good, satisfactory, or not good at all. And 86.6% of those patients ranked their therapy as excellent, good, as satisfactory. And that had to do with a conglomeration of different symptoms. So they had anxiety, they had depression, they had migraines, they had chronic pain. They had even some some cancer in there. They had skin disorders, allergies. So what our system treats is the underlying emotional subconscious pinnings that may be driving one's physical illness. And when we treat that, just like the old iceberg image that we've all seen, what's really going on underneath may really be the solution to fixing what's going on in our consciousness. So all of a sudden, if all of our energy is being sucked up by old emotional issues, and all of a sudden the bot, we take care of those, the body has the ability to heal itself, it has all this ability with excess energy to do what it needs to do. So that's a little bit of our system. It's not quick, right? Dissolving subconscious behavioral and negative patterns is, you know, it's not always a snap. So our therapy takes about a year. They get big milestones along the way, but uh, we get some phenomenal results with what we do. So y'all, this isn't like a substitute for these other types of like biological support, you know, like we were talking about omega-3. That's very much supporting the biological processes in the body. What y'all are doing is something that's not addressed by any of those types of things. So it would be kind of a, a stack on top of that so that we're, hey, let's support the biological, but let's get in there and support the, the central mental emotional component as well. Exactly. So it's definitely a stack sort of the, the method. It's not biochemical. It's definitely energetic. It's electromagnetic. And it's working on a, on a layer that's just much deeper than what's happening with the typical cellular processes of, you know, hormones and receptors and binding and things like that. Now, if somebody's adding that to their, their kind of stack of therapies, are they picking that through a therapist? You know, what's that process look like? And if they are, how do they find a therapist that actually does that? Yeah. So the method was actually in the U.S. about a decade ago. FDA actually shut us down. So we actually had to, to come back in. It's manufactured in a FDA-approved facility here in the U.S. now. So we just relaunched in January. There are still several practitioners around. But yeah, you would get together with a practitioner. We can do it through Zoom. Uh, we use a kinesiology-based muscle test to find which remedies are going to be best for that individual. We can ship those to the individual if they don't live within the area of a practitioner. And they just, they're very easy to take. They come in a couple little bottles. You take 12 drops, put it in a half a glass of water, 12 drops of the other, half a glass of water. You drink the water twice a day. So it's very easy to do. It just takes, and then the way the therapy works is it, it goes in themes. So you may be on the theme of like, I talked about isolation earlier. That may go on for three months. And then at the end of three months, we say, all right, it's time to retest. And very onion layer-like, we peel back some of these 
deeper subconscious issues and people just get fantastic results sometimes i scratch my head i'm like i don't know how this is really possible but it really the self-discovery it can just be phenomenal that's amazing i did digging into some of the y'all's like compounds and stuff i see that they are like titled if you will they like what do they treat i know perfect situation is is there kind of assessing and picking that through a therapist if somebody says like i know i have uneasiness and i just don't feel right do y'all let them just get the uneasiness compound how does that process work if somebody's like this is what i feel that one matches me what's your pitch on that it doesn't seem to work that way is what we've found we yes. have five remedies so there's 40 remedies in the line all right there are five that are acute remedies we call them neurovita for nervousness anxiousness you know sort of that sort of stuff and anxiety like anxiovita and then we have simvita and paravita which is sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system dysregulation right where they're it's flipped upside down you know they just can't get out of bed when they should be revving up and vice versa those can be given at any sort of time but some of the deeper ones i'll just give you a quick example you know i had a guy sex addiction right and really good looking guy as fun happy as could be but he was a disaster right and he was going out and he felt like i just need something to help me with my uneasiness you know this sort of thing and when we tested him his feelings had the remedy he really pulled up for was unfulfilled needing to be loved and he's like my dad left when i was 14 i could never make my dad love me enough i just never felt that from him and he was wasn't around he he wasn't in my life so it's hard to just say oh i need this based on symptomology because it goes much deeper to the pattern of why the behavior or the illness is is manifesting awesome nick thank you this has been this has been an awesome conversation i think as we're all on this kind of journey to health you know it's very very easy for a lot of people healthcare practitioners more than any to get into this situation where i think we we're a little bit closed-minded to some of these things that we can't quite see or that haven't been as prevalent in healthcare and i think being able to pump the brakes for a minute and actually kind of think about these things from a patient improvement standpoint and saying kind of what we were talking about earlier the risk reward ratio and given some of these things some thought and being open-minded enough to maybe change our mind about some of these things, certainly my, myself included, but that's why I love these conversations. Cause you're like, you know, when you get real patient stories around these things, you realize that there's people that need help that aren't getting it with the way that we're practicing medicine today. And so to keep doing the same thing, banging our head against the wall, expecting a different result is not going to help. Everybody attributes that to Einstein definition of insanity is, you know, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. I don't even know if he said that from what I hear. I think no, but, but I think this falls in that, right? There's times where we need something deeper. You know, we need to address some things that we're not addressing. So thank you for, for sharing all these things and getting this out into the world. I'm sure there's people who their lives are getting changed by some of these things that would not be addressed with kind of the way that mainstream medicine is rolling these days. Where can people find a bit more information about this stuff? Hey, you know, this matches me. Can I get in touch with Nick? Can I go about finding some of these practitioners or anything like that? Yeah. So our website is uh, www.privia, P-R-I-V-I-A 
naturals with an s.com go there if you're a patient you're looking for therapy uh there's a big button that says we want to hear your story book a consult you know we'll talk to you about it our therapy is not outrageously expensive it's not like going to a ten thousand dollar self-help seminar it's not five thousand dollars you know your therapies you know about twenty nine hundred bucks and can big changes and we're looking for therapists that say you know what Functional medicine, chiropractors, acupuncturists, naturopaths, integrative medical doctors that say, you know what, I want to add another piece to the puzzle of what I'm doing and uh, see if I can't better, better what I'm doing as a practitioner. I love it. We'll put links to everything. Do y'all have, you were talking about some of the studies, do y'all have uh, links to some of that stuff on your website? Yeah, that's right. So the big one there with a thousand patients, that's on the site. There's several other articles about, you know, subconscious negative patterns of thinking and how they're manifested. Lots of clinical cases. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there to kind of work on. Love it. Yeah, we'll we'll link to all that stuff in the show notes for all of y'all so you can kind of get access to some of that and really dig into this if this is something that you want to geek out on, which I hope you do. I hope you do. Nick, we ask all of our guests, if you can tell people to do one thing today to improve their health what would that one thing be? Oh, you know, I, I think uh, from a different standpoint, we can all get, just don't take life so serious. Don't take yourself so serious. Forgive others and be kind. That'll eliminate a lot of problems in life. So I think a lot of just following the golden rule is there's more health benefits than that in any supplement we could ever take. I love it. I love it. Nick, thanks a lot, man. This has been awesome. Great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share this information with someone who needs it. We hear it all the time from patients and friends and family that say they wish they heard this information earlier so they could have started this journey towards better health, a better life, a more pain-free life sooner. So if you know someone who can benefit from this information, please send the show to them. Also, you can get all of today's show notes and topics discussed at DerekHines.com slash podcast. And for any treatment or pain inquiries, please go to AcadianaPain.com. Thanks again for listening. It means the world to me. Thanks for all of the feedback and any reviews that y'all can give. I really appreciate it. And remember, just try and get a little bit healthier every day. 